You are no longer part of the system. You are above the system, over it, beyond it. We're them, we're they. We are the brothers. Yo, DJ, You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. And you know this, man? Tag team back again. Hello, world. Hold up. Whoop, there it is. I don't know why I said tag team back again. But, hey, we back again. The <laughs> brothers. Brothers. Episode 4. Part 4. Matthew 24 and 44. There's no man gonna know. And that trumpet gonna blow. Gonna make your daddy proud. Gonna make your daddy Those are my favorite lines from my brothers. Oh, forgive me. They rap too. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Uh, episode 4, man. Episode 54. I told y'all. I was inspired today on the way over here, right? Yeah. Um, you, say you, was you, you wanted to wait till we got on here to kind of let us know what yeah, you man. was inspired about. So, kind so, of, I mean, we have no idea. What yeah, they have no idea. And I wanted it that way because, man, ever since we've been doing these things, like, you know, you get inspiration from like different places. So, I went grocery shopping today. Get a little man some milk, you know? Mm-hmm. Little man was out of milk. He loved milk. Went to get him some milk, bro. And I guess, obviously, other children needed milk today, too, because yeah. there was not a lot of milk there. Okay. So, the milk was pretty far back, bro. I had to, like, I could barely reach it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was sitting there thinking, man, as I'm on my tippy toes, praying that I'm not embarrassed by the fact I can't reach the milk. I felt <laughs> like a man was looking at me, like a tall guy, like he was going to come help me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, as a grown man, I just want to know from y'all, is it out of line for another man to come help you get something off the shelf? Grocery shopping Is that like a man oh, rule That's a great Can we ask Should you ask another man <laughs> Cause the right thing to do Is probably to ask An associate You know Yeah But you still feel Kind of out of line Alright hold on You asking someone Who works there You talking about Like another like shopper Like another <laughs> shopper bro I mean because You probably should Ask somebody who works there But yeah. Do you still feel Kind of embarrassed I mean cause I'm not very tall I'm tall at heart but it was pretty tough getting that milk. I'm not gonna. My... I'm not gonna ask another dude to give me something. <laughs> Is that like a man rule? Like I, I think it's like unwritten. That's a man rule. It's yeah, like man law rule. violation, like an unwritten rule. Like I'm like, hey, sir, excuse me. Um, can you give me that toilet paper on that top shelf? Yeah, man. Because nah, like, he was kind of looking at me like he was gonna help me, and I'm like, hey, bro, like please don't come over here and help me. <laughs> <laughs> like, how embarrassing is that? Hey, look, bro, I got you. I mean, like, you would have to be, like, severely vertically challenged. Like, like you disabled or something. No. What, to ask another man? Yeah, I would say, like, maybe oh, you in yeah. a wheelchair, like, you, like, on crutches. Yeah, just because you're a little short. They, yeah, they yeah. might have to ask. Or I'd be like, you gotta be, like, dumb short. Like, yeah, real, real I short. I had a hard time reaching it, but I don't think it was... I mean, I, I got it. You know, I got. I had yeah. to really stretch on my tippy toes while I was praying, like, God, please don't let me know. It looked like he was really trying to come over there and save the day. And I didn't want to be, you know, a product of embarrassment. Yeah, that would have been pretty embarrassing. So I mean, what did you do? <laughs> I ended up reaching it. You know, what I'm saying, like, I, did you really reach up, reach it? I got there, bro. Got I got the his milk, got but milk. you know, if, yes. if that dude would have helped me, bro, I probably would have been pretty embarrassed. <laughs> but it just reminded me of like when we go to the grocery store as men, and like I don't know if you, Rodney, you, you know, you're married. It's, yeah. Dre ever sent you to the store to get like something that you know you clearly don't use? Yeah. You know, like one yeah. stuff. And, like, yeah. how do you feel going to the counter? Are you. I used to be like kind of shame 
you know, especially when I wasn't married and maybe, you know, in my younger days, I went to grab it for my mom or something. Yeah. Like, she never made me, but if she was like, hey, go go grab that for me real quick, you'd, like, look around, like, mm. yeah. somebody look at that, somebody look at me. But, um, I mean, now it's like, I think you you once you mature, I think a little bit, you you go to the counter like, you know why I'm buying this. You kind of slam it on the counter. I, I still feel you that know. little ounce of shame, like. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel the shame anymore. Just because I'm gonna look at it, probably like a 19 or 20 year old cashier, and like, you know why I'm yeah. buying this? I'm I'm not using it. I normally go like to like it ain't the old my lady, draws. you know, like <laughs> <laughs> with wigs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you use them for your draws, fellas, something is wrong. I'm gonna just put that out there. Something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, I normally like I I pick the old lady, you know, that probably understands that, you know. Like baby, and your wife going through. Is, yeah. is that time for? How you feel, SM, when you go to the street? Will you ever do that for your mom and get something? Nah, uh, my mom never had me go pick up anything that I was embarrassed about getting, like any type of like lady products stuff like that. I never had to really do that even for like no relationship. Um, you do it for your wife? Oh, in her. Once she get married? Yeah, like I'm not. That is a, that doesn't really bother me, you know? Because yeah. I'm like you. I'm like, hey, you know, this is. <laughs> I'm part of life You know what I'm saying So like if anything uh, I, I've heard like Females say like You know like If they're a female cashier Like they give kudos To dudes You know, you know what I'm saying Like hey you know, That's good looking out That you obviously Getting it for your girl Yeah And like she obviously Like in, in Perry Or whatever and I think it kind of helps If you like Kind of hook it up Like it's like getting her like you know the tampons and the pads whatever you also get, get her like some some bite all and like some orange juice or whatever and like a little get well soon make you look like a good guy you know, you know what I'm saying make sure you look like you know you a stand up dude the shopping I don't know man like yeah. when, like when you gotta buy stuff for your stomach you know let's say you gotta get some <laughs> that's funny you know though. what I'm the saying like guts. that's funny though the bubble guts yeah bubble bro guts. you gotta get some emodium or something like I feel like we just buying toilet tissue sometimes. They just, like, I don't know, person, man. The person look at you like, ooh, you finna boo. That's why I, I, pick, <laughs> I pick my cash registers, bro. I don't know, man. Like, when I see them, I'm like, I ain't going there. I know she gonna clown. She's yeah. ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you be thinking. So she be the one to be like, price check on aisle four. <laughs> Diarrhea medicine on aisle four. You know, come yeah, on, man. That, that kind of inspired me today, man. I just thought about shopping and just, you know, how sometimes we're embarrassed to get stuff. For sure, for sure, man. All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and get into our first official topic of the evening. First topic. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit about stereotypes. Mm. Um, stereotypes. Um, we as, you know, black people, black men, um, you know, we have to face some, you know, some stereotypes. Some are, you know, playful and yeah. uh, things like that. But, you know, some of them, you know, are kind of taken serious. So what's like, what's like your biggest... Um, I would say biggest maybe pet peeve, you know, misconception about uh, our culture, uh, you know, as black people and then also as a black man. Are we just making it like about black people right we're, now? We're, we're right now. We're just talking okay. about us. Go ahead, Earl. Um, We talked about food, that all black people eat watermelon and fried chicken. Me, one, I'm one person. I do not like watermelon. I'm yeah. just going to put that out there. I'm not a big fan of it. Like, I'll eat it, but I'm not, like, in love with watermelon in Yeah. I, I can't co sign none of that because watermelon is delicious. <laughs> yeah, and I know, <laughs> I know plenty of people. I know yeah. plenty of people of all races. Now, I love fried water. chicken. Yeah, me too. I think we all love fried can't, chicken. Can't lie about that. My mama makes some of the best fried chicken. Shout out to oh, you, mama. Oh, my God. Ooh. But, yeah, but um, I don't like collard greens either. So. 
collard greens? I had the best collard greens I've had in like all these years. I've known you. I did not know you didn't like collard greens. No, I cannot stand collard greens. No, I'll eat spinach, but I do not like collard greens. You know how I feel about spinach too. Yeah, you hate spinach. I eat collard greens. Wow, I did not know that, man. I learned something new. I love collard greens, bro. Yeah, bro, I cannot stand them. They taste. I don't know. They just taste like really, really bitter to me, and I can't. I would think you would not like spinach over collard greens. I actually do, brother. But Maybe you have mustard greens instead of collard greens. No, I've tasted them both. Yeah, there's a difference, bro. I've tasted them both. I'm like, I don't, I don't like greens, period. Like greens, like you know, I don't like. Greens. So you don't like healthy stuff. I love. I, love green, I, like, I like green beans. Make I like your spinach, I like broccoli. Yeah. You know, but. make that stuff run right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think one that um, I stereotype that like all black men are athletes or violent. <laughs> violet. Yeah. Wow. Violet and or athletes, you know what I'm saying? Or, or pro the violets. Mm-hmm. Especially if you like bigger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like uh Angry black guy. Angry black man. Like you always have to play off. Like you don't ever wanna lose your temper like anybody else could. And you you control. Like right. you not out of control. But if you raise your voice or lose your cool you perceive as an angry black man. Yeah. Like you crazy, don't make your mad. He's black. Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I apologize right now. I've had a, I, I know, um, I've had a boss in the past, you know, a supervisor, you know, and we had a gentleman in our department. He was a African-American man, like six, six, four. Yeah. You know, and, and the supervisor was like, you know, don't bother him because <laughs> you don't don't. Yeah. What did he say? Don't don't test him or something like that. He said that in in a meeting one night. Like, okay, like I need the hook. Like, yeah, yeah, like I wanted to say, like, are you scared of him? Like, to where you can't, you know, correct him if he's wrong or you know, kind of what's going on? Like, because in that case, because you had to think about it, man. Because if somebody says that, man, like, then you're gonna try to maybe push the boundaries yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, well, he a black man. I'm a black man too. Well, let me. I, I got a ball here. Yeah, let me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Tyrone. You know what I'm saying? You just wanna uh, you you gonna try to maybe flex your muscle to see you know how much what you I can maybe, get away with. What I can get away with, like, oh shoot. I mean, since all Texas being big and black, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what I'm saying? I may not be. Six four, but I can have it. I could be angry alone. <laughs> Don't look at yeah, glasses. Know, the, on, the, on the flip side, what's crazy is like, what do people say about like white men? You know, they'll come back and kill Chill everybody. Ability, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, oh yeah, it, off ain't, top. it ain't fair for them either. It's like. Yeah, stereotypes go, you know, all across the board. You can go as far as, you know, Asians can't drive. Can't drive. You know, you know, and it. I forgot about that one. All it takes is that one person that happens to maybe fit that mold of. We don't know. We don't even know where the the, uh, the misconception and the stereotype came from. You know, it was just kind of passed down from generation to generation, and um, you know, you can just kind of play into it. But what my mind, I would say, um, I hate the perception of black people being late or tardy all the time. Um, I, I can't stand it. That's why I'm. <laughs> what? What's it's, funny? About the reason why we laughing. I mean, I know why y'all laughing. <laughs> now you gotta explain to the people why you laughing. <laughs> But hey, I feel you, Ryan, because I've tried to battle that misconception a lot. I know that you hate being late. Yeah, I hate being late. You hate being late. Yeah, and that's what that's passion. one reason I'm I'm pretty much every early. day I'm always ten to fifteen minutes early for work because I hate for somebody to be like, oh, you know, you know, maybe somebody look at the corner of the eye and you know, nudge somebody and say, Hey, you know, it's true. <laughs> Black people run late all the time. All the time. CPT, you know, they running on that color people time. So now, that's just the a brother I hate <laughs> beside you. 
decides that he gonna do everything in his power to his willpower to be embrace the stereotype. <laughs> Yeah. So Earl, we gonna let you uh, explain yourself because he's always tardy for yeah, the party. Yeah, man, I'm late quite a bit, pretty much. Every, no, not quite a bit, y'all. Almost every time we have a function, get together. I'm gonna tell you though, him, what it and, is. Lady, hold on, hold on. him and Lady DJ <laughs> is always late, and I know several people that can right hand on the Bible testify to this. Always late. We are flying out to Burma. <laughs> And this brother is packing his bags. Yeah, I was. All the day of the flight, like an hour before we had to like drive to Houston. Well, that is true. I can't even deny it. I'm going to tell you, man. <laughs> Sherelle will tell you this, bro. When I'm not at work, I cannot stand being on a schedule. Like, if I'm like on the weekend, like, you know, we just going to hang out at somebody's house or something. I do not like being on a schedule. I hate like feeling like I'm at work all the time. So I think I relax too much when I'm not at work. Because at work, I'm, I try to make sure... I'm not late to work, bro. Now, at Ollie Murphy, I think towards the end of the year, I felt my little habit, you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> like, Ooh, I yes, but I caught it, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you don't... Like you said, the stereotype, you don't want people to have that perception of you. But, yeah, man, I, I'm guilty of it, man. On the weekend, I just kind of like... I just yeah. forget scheduling. Him, bro. We'll say him and his wife because he'd be like, dinner started at five. Yeah, bro. It's five forty-five. They just they pulling up, knocking on the door like we started early. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad. Like when now we do decent when we go to the movies or something. But yeah, a I'll couple of times when we went to like eat, y'all already ordered food. <laughs> And we gotta come funny. order. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. We're gonna do better though, man. <laughs> oh man, that's kind of funny. Uh, how about uh, uh, black girls got big butts? <laughs> well, I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> that's that, not really a stereotype. It, it's kinda, I mean, it is a stereotype. Black girls don't have big butts. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, that's very true. I mean, but oh, you can say that for every stereotype. You know what I'm saying? You have that. Oh, 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 actually, let's flip it around. Say that okay. white white girls don't have booties at all. Yeah, we that's can say true that too. Yeah, that's not true. You know, just depending uh, on what type you like. Too. Yeah. yeah, it depends on what type you like. Or, or even like you know that black girls, all black girls are crazy. Yeah, depending or, on what type you like. And, what uh, you say about white dudes? All white dudes have good credit. Yeah, like, uh, oh, white people. <laughs> yeah, white people in general. White, white people got good. Even credit. though, like you said, and let me hold. A lot that. of times there is some truth to the stereotype, but we take it to the extreme. Like for example, a lot of black families, for some reason. We don't get taught about managing money. Exactly. Now you're How you're you one of yeah. you know one of the differences, which I like. I always tell you, I respect that your family did pretty good, but our families ain't like that. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I didn't learn about I learned yeah. about credit the hard way. Yeah, by you know, messing mine up and then having, having later to, to go fixed, back you know? and fix it. You know. And our parents are the best they can. You know, they just yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, they weren't really taught about it, so yeah. you know that that it automatically wasn't passed down. And like I said, you know, like you said. We can commend your family and, you know, we would like to do better with our children, you know, as your parents have done with you, you know, to pass that information along so yeah. they don't have to encounter some of the same struggles that, you know, that we have to go to. And I think that has to go with our any parents. I'm sure that you, you want your kids to grow up better than what you did. Right. Yeah, it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying, with your family. So right. I, I, want, I want my kids eventually to have a better life than I did. I had Definitely. a pretty daggone great life, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So we talk about it, you know, we learn now to make decisions you know like all right let me teach different from a young age how yeah. to save money or yeah. put something up get insurance people please yeah. <laughs> black people that's another story oh, you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> we, don't get we no die issues. and leave that's nothing that, but bills yeah. you know <laughs> boy or this what i don't this what stay, kills me though right man, here bro yeah. we die 
no plan or no insurance, and then like the family scraping to figure out how to bury you behind. Right. You know what I'm saying? You should have left something for them. Yeah, to, that, to, that's to, not to a burden up. we should be leaving, you know, our people with, man. But that's real. Right. Yeah. And all Mexicans live in, you know, houses. <laughs> <laughs> the same house, you know. You it's know. stereotypes on everybody, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Or, or, or that Mexicans are lazy. Yeah, they that's don't. one thing and, we, and, and, we know they're not. They don't believe in banks, which some of them, they have banks. Too. That's, that's old black accounts. people, too. Yeah. You know how many old black women got money under their mattress? Yeah. <laughs> Go look up under your grandma's mattress and see how much yeah. money under there. Now, my mean? grandma probably really don't have a bank account. <laughs> You'd be surprised. She might not have one, but. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, uh, stereotypes, you know, it's something that can really hinder. I got for athletes too, bro. That all, all black people are fast. Yeah, like, you know, you know <laughs> that's true. really not true. <laughs> no, we do dominate basketball. Yeah, man. You know, but there's some slow blackies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. So you know, unathletic, you know, everything. Kunta could have been that fast, or or that all black people can dance. Oh yeah, <laughs> that ain't true either. Yeah, because true. hey, check it out. You, you saw the uh, the Facebook video of like the uh, the white boy. I think he was a Delta. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he was jigging, he was getting down he in the line. It. Yeah, he killed it. You know what I'm saying? But he got so much extra love and play because he was white, and it was like, man, like he ended up going, I think, to the BET Awards. Yeah. <laughs> For you some reason, though, like girls dig that. Like black girls, you know, like white, yeah, a, a white, white dudes that can dig like that. Yeah, yeah girls yeah. dig that. But I think it's the other way around too. Like, oh, we we haven't talked about the biggest one. I think. Um, well, I don't know if it's along the line of stereotype, but it may just be like where you grew up, um, <clears throat> you know, and kind of who you were raised by. But when we say, quote unquote, somebody of another race is talking black or talking white. Oh, yeah, that's a killer, bro. Or, okay. You know what kills me about that, though? Yeah. The fact that I think when you say talking black, and I think somebody did an article about this. When you say somebody like talks black, they already think it's ignorant. Like ignorant. We, you dumbing down. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk like we don't have any not kinda, educated, no education whatsoever. Right? You know. And on top of that, like if you talking white, that just means that you talking preppy or stuck up with proper English. Proper English. Yeah, just you know. using correct grammar. The king's <laughs> English. <laughs> yeah. And when all actuality, I don't know. Like with us, we, all of us are pretty well spoken. I think like we talk about it all the time. I make effort to try to. You know, pronounce my words right if I can because I don't want people to just yeah. ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I bug like you know, us. You know what I'm saying? I got no problem using exotic no. slang, whatever. Not at all, bro. Yeah. I do know how to speak in public yeah. and be well spoken around people who might have that stereotype. Yeah. yeah. You just know, to, and, just to show them, you know. <laughs> and, and really, to be honest, that's that's one of the reasons why Obama first got a lot of love when he first hit. Yeah. Uh, his campaign because it was like this black, black man, man sound like he's articulate yeah. he, which was the opposite of George Bush who didn't sound like he could talk <laughs> at all right you know so it was like it was just a difference and I don't know? think it's I think some people look at it as selling out man but it's like man look society we live in you know unless you have your own business or you you know you ain't you your own boss like for sure for sure like man you gotta present yourself a certain way bro right <laughs> Let, so, let me ask y'all this real quick. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you, Ralph. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> going off of the, uh, y- y- y'all remember Barbershop, right? Yeah. And remember how a dude, the white boy, like, he, he, he had, you know, the fly whip, oh, the black yeah. girlfriend, yeah. 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 cut real good and stuff. And he was, like, perceived as, like, the, the white boy trying to be black, right? Wigger. Yeah, flat out. <laughs> and then, like, you know, the black dude who was really educated, you know what I'm saying, was, like, trying real hard to, like, 
talk down on him, whatever. He's right. like, you just want to be like me because I'm blacker than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, why do we do that to each other? Like, you know, especially when that situation was white on black, but like or black on black. Uh, a lot of times it'd be black on black and be like, you know what? Yeah. Like, dude, why are you acting white yeah. right now? Because like, you know, you're not dressing in J's or, you know, sagging pants, yeah. whatever, you cussing all the time or you play sports. Right. I like, remember even in sports, I remember because I used to like to shoot jump shots. I remember somebody telling me, oh man, you got a white boy game. Oh, okay, like, yeah. What? Come on, dog. Like, I'm Steph Curry. If I'm making them, I'm going to keep shooting. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think we do that as a, you know, I, I would say within, yeah, ignorance. Um, and it's done in so many different fashions. Um, I had actually a conversation a little bit earlier today um, with some teenagers. I had a conversation and they were, you know, and I was letting them know, you know, that's kind of like the hood mentality as well. You know how you mix in with people, you know, say high school or something like that. And you have the, the people that live in poverty, but the rich kids think they're cool. Because, you know, they grow up in poverty, but that's what they see in hearing music and see, you know, on videos and stuff like that. You know, poverty is kind of glorified. Like, you know, you ain't you ain't with it if you didn't come through the struggle. You know what I'm saying? And we tend to look down on people like, oh, if you ain't grow up in the hood, you don't measure up to a certain measure of blackness that I have. Yeah, you ain't black enough because huh. you, you didn't struggle like you didn't struggle like I did. Now I know, kind of in our situation, being close friends in our you know in our circle, we grew up different. I mean, I grew up you know getting evicted out of apartments and you know maybe not knowing you know what's going to happen. You know, I always had food on my ba- uh, food on my table and clothes on my back, but you know there was those times where it's like you know I, no. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Living in a single parent home, so and I know we have, you know, yeah. some of us have similar stories, some of us have different we've stories. Seen my family, we've seen both sides. You know? Exactly. <laughs> you know, you seen your glory days and you seen your struggle days. Wherein, as we know, you know, we became friends with, you know, you, John, and it's and you, you, you kind of lived on that other side. So, kind of give us a, a perspective of how you looked at people. I was in Bel Air. Uh, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> lived in Bel Air. So, how did yeah. you how did you view people that were quote unquote on the other side? Because you went to a school that that really was divided. You know, half Bro, of the city hey, was yeah. poverty, half of the city had. I'm money. happy you said that because it's almost like the Fresh Prince all over. Mm-hmm. And like I, I played the part of Carlton. Yeah, you I know see. what I'm saying. Yeah. And so it's like I grew up. I, I would say I was spoiled. I was privileged. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of opportunities. My parents preached education. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they preached great credit, managers of money. You know what I'm saying? Everything preached, of course, a relationship with God. So a lot of that stemmed from that. But um, I can't say I relate to like the struggle. There was never a time I went to bed hungry or right. thinking that, you know, uh, the lights wasn't gonna come on. Yeah, I, no, I, I mean, no, I, I didn't grow up with like uh, <laughs> yeah. roaches or nothing. I'm about to say y'all yeah. did. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying like, yeah. <laughs> my, 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 um, however, I don't think that, that I'm so far removed mm. where I couldn't relate at all, like saying, I have no idea yeah. that, that someone could feel a certain kind of way. Um, or I never looked down on anybody. I didn't feel like I had to walk around like giving out, you know, my lunch to everybody. <laughs> Here's my apple. Yeah. It wasn't like that. But um But uh I, 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 I've always been a giver. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. like if if I had it, you had it. 
Yeah, you know he's still mean? like that to this day, man. So, this so um, he found out. Brother gave me a car, dog. <laughs> a car, bro. A car. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, but I think man, that's just that's just a that's just a, you know a testament of how you grew up and you know how your parents raised you, man. And you know we definitely commend them for that. You know, shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Brewster. Um, you know they're great role models and great examples. Yeah, so we just want to say that kind of on air. We know. need to see that more. We like need I said, to see that more. Our parents were great too. You know right. what I'm saying? We appreciate ours. We just know oh, understand people grew up differently, and like right. we need to see more of like you know and we had to start with us, man. Yeah, you know, we're in those roles now. So uh, we got to teach our kids financial stability, how to save, you know, how to invest. Yeah, exactly, exactly yeah. like that, man. So, yeah, so um, stereotypes, you know, it's, it's, it's something crazy, man, because we and then okay well let's let's not end it there let's let's end it how do you feel when you see someone of your race of your you know of your gender doesn't necessarily have to be race but you know maybe of your gender how do you feel when you see someone play into a stereotype I and live it out I hate bro, it bro I can't stand it like especially at my job I, I've talked to several young black men and I'm I, I, whenever they act a fool or they're doing something stupid I'm like alright let me pull you to the side and give you some real talk real quick first off Stop perpetuating the stereotype, number one. Right. Number two, you already have a strike against you. Word of the day. Because, you, because you're black. Yeah. And, and whether you like it or not, people are judging you by your skin color. Yeah, man. It's the, 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 the world we live in. Yeah. And so stop giving people ammunition to shoot you with. Right. Mm-hmm. By acting how you, I said, you have to work twice as hard. Right or wrong. You have to. Yeah, I, like, you got to. <laughs> exactly. Right, you're right. Right or wrong. And it drives me crazy. I'm like, stop. Because I've had other people put me to the side and be like, stop. Yeah, yeah. Doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Perfectly, man. We, man, I. I talk about Coach Foster a lot, bro, uh, for Palo Alto. Never forgot my man, man. I went back when I started coaching and teaching and told him, thank you, bro, because, like, coming up in eighth grade and seventh grade, bro, he drilled that in us, man. Don't use the N-word, you know what I'm saying? Pull your pants up, you know, carry yourself a certain kind of way. So by the time we got to high school, yeah, a lot of us still used it, but it was in the back of your mind, like, man, let me respect myself, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody don't have, you know, my best interest. You know, people are, I'm a target, you know, so... We need those talks, man. People need to, you know, teach us how to carry ourselves, you know, especially in the public and things of that sort. Yeah. Even as Christians, man, we get we get stereotyped too, bro. Okay, what's some yeah. of the what's some of those stereotypes? What's some of the biggest ones? I'll say that all of us are judgmental, you know yeah, that very much so. Hypocrites, know, hypocrites. All we care about is money. Yeah. yeah. And because a few of us may be like that, like we all get pretty much put in the same the box. Same box. You know? But yeah. yeah, that's I mean that's the danger of of stereotyping because when you when you put a certain people in that box, a group of people that don't deserve that, you you cut apart. You can cut you know you can cut blessings off you know because you think you think this guy or this girl is a certain way not even knowing them not even wanting to get to know them because you your your mind is feeding into a, a stereotype that that's not even true about this person you'll never get to know the beauty of that person that person could be the key to your miracle man that person could be you know a millionaire you never know you know what i'm saying and, and you know as long as we if we continue to feed into those yeah. uh, stereotypes that are wrong you know we'll continue to kind of hurt ourselves especially when it plays into pastors man like because that's people's you know biggest thing he just had to get money look at the car he drive you know what I'm yeah. saying? not knowing that that person may have a business they may not even be taking money from the church right. even look at uh the stereotypes when it comes to ministers and like 
oh, that white boy can preach. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you would be like that black guy can preach. It's like that's yeah. just kind of a, a, a different thing, you yeah. know. They can preach, you know. But yeah. a white boy get up there, he tearing it down. Or like a white guy in Oregon, yeah. Like oh man, he kill it. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, tear the church up, yeah. Yeah, nah. You know what I'm saying? Or like a, a white rapper, yeah. or even a white comedian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, somebody in the uh, male choir director got to be homosexual. Yeah, and that's a big one. You know, yeah. the world, the quote unquote, the world. You know, they they are slander us on that one. You know what I'm saying? That all choir directors are gay. You know, when that's right. when that's not the truth, not the truth true. at all. And like I know. said, we may have some. Yeah, you know? exactly. We don't deny. We don't deny that. that there might be know? some crooked pastors out there. Exactly. Yeah, there's some hypocrites out there, but it ain't yeah. everybody. It ain't what it. about the Christians can't have fun? Yeah, that's a lot of the teachers. <laughs> that's a, you know that's what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's a big one, man. Hey, man, they don't do nothing. No, we have all kind of fun, bro. Yeah, man. All kind of fun. And I think that's where like. Balance comes in What people think Just cause you're a Christian Or even in leadership That you gotta spend Your whole life In a church building Man In four walls Man You know what I'm saying Like it take a level I think of freedom To get to Cause people make you Feel bad bro Like Yeah they do You missed a Sunday Like I remember uh, Highlight bro When we went to uh, The Dallas Cowboy game Right Yeah and um, I came back I Actually I didn't really feel guilty About missing church To be honest But for so long I did feel like Man you know, We don't miss Sunday service You know Right That's all we don't do But man If you had that mentality Like you You'll miss out You caged in Yeah man on a lot And the fact of the matter is We ended up going to church anyway But We did It's just a point that You're not at the building People see you at all the time And I never forget man This dude came and told me well, I consider him a mentor I didn't say anything to him. I just came back. He was like, "Gotta live life, man." He was like, "Have fun. You might have to miss church." <laughs> and that's you know what I'm saying? That's, that's like free. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, okay. bro. You know what I'm saying? Why are you telling me that, bro? <laughs> that couldn't be more perfect than our second topic, man. That's that's the perfect segue into that's our second up. topic, man. Um, the difference between living life and enjoying life. Yeah. You know, is there a difference? I believe so. I believe so. Um, Definitely. Living life. You know, living life is like, I think when we say living life versus enjoying life, let's put it, you know, kind of in that perspective. When you say living life versus enjoying life, living life, I think you're saying like, I'm just accepting whatever comes. You know, the hand that I'm dealt, I'm going to play them cards, you know, not knowing it's a game, you know. When you when you play a card game, you know you have another opportunity. You know what I'm saying? That you can, you, it depend on what kind of game you playing. You can switch some of the cards out. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do it the way that you know the next man did it. You know? Yeah. So what should I mean when we when we put it in that perspective? Let's all kind of you know kind of bounce the idea off. Um, you know, off of that. How would you say what's what's living life versus enjoying life? And we'll start with living life. That's him. I agree with what you said. I think living life kind of be the definition of just enduring life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm, I'm just trying to make it. I'm, I'm trying to get through. You know, I got different things I got to deal with, whether it's bills or problems and tribulations or whatever. It's just part of life. So I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to get through it. But I think enjoying life is realizing that, hey, all that stuff is going to be there regardless Let's make the most of every moment. Like, I try not to let opportunities pass me by. And just recently, me and my brother just started kind of making a pact. We was like, okay, we both got married, got great jobs, have the opportunity to travel, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, we try to like take off on like weekend trips, like on the low, like yeah. all the time. We just came back from Vegas, yeah. about to go to LA. You know what I'm saying? For the weekend, a couple woo. weeks from now. Yeah, I'm trying to go to LA. So uh, woo, woo. actually, I'm going, I'm going to miss church. Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still gonna be safe when you get back, right? I'm still gonna be safe. You know what I mean? He's still on the throne. Um, <laughs> Jesus. And so it's a matter of like, man, enjoying life, just realizing that hey, these. It's gonna be a time where I'm not gonna be able to travel like that. I'm not yeah. gonna be able to be able to step out because I might have other responsibilities that's gonna keep me yeah. at the house, you know. And we, we may not have the opportunity to record a weekly podcast all the time, you know. Right. So let's that's take true. the opportunity while we have it while we can, right, to know. enjoy it, <laughs> right. you know. Make some archives, you know what I mean, and where we can document some great memories. Uh, shoot, how many times do we? Shoot, we went a period of time, fellas, where we didn't even kick it for yeah, man. a long time. Like, yeah. not because there was no beef or nothing. It was just like, we I think that when we were just living schedule. life. We were living life. We were just living life. Yeah. We wasn't enjoying life. Yeah. Man, I'm a piggyback off you. I think living life is a box, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's like, as a man, as a grown man, this is how I'm expected to live my life. I'm expected to go to work, you know, take care of my kids, provide. pay my Church. bills, provide, all good stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, there's so much more to the world, bro. And I think I didn't see that until we went to Burma. You know, there was a couple of times where I didn't think I was going to make it, bro. You know, it was like, dang, the money. You know, that's our little, that's our always our thing. The money, the money, the money. But like, man, you would never know until you get out and experience. Like, there is so much more to what we see every day. Like, when you just living, you only see, like, what's in front of you, man. You know, but when you go out and enjoy life, bro, you like, man, there is so much more to life, bro, than just... The whole main thing, you know, <laughs> way of doing things, bro. Yeah, man, and it's 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 so much more. Like like we all said, it's so much more than just getting up, going to work every day, going to church. There gotta be more. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's more than life than that, and I believe God wants more, wants us to have more because when. You know, people follow excitement. So if people see us being excited about our daily lives, yeah. you know, the things that God has blessed us with on our daily lives, you know, if if people see that, then they'll tend to follow. You know, like I said, people follow excitement. So if if somebody, if um, a co-worker, a neighbor, if somebody sees me enjoying life with my wife, you know, you know, they'd be like, man, there's something to it. I mean, he said he got Jesus, you know. And he happy? And he, yeah. yeah, he happy. Man, he happy. Him and his wife, they always on the road. And I, and I get people that say that all the time. I mean, the people, and that's people that just, that just see it vicariously through, you know, Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. They like, man, you and your wife, y'all always going somewhere. Y'all always eating at somewhere. I'm like, man, that's just something we do. We don't want to be bored with our lives. Enjoy life, We man. We, we want to enjoy life. So if we see a restaurant online or if we see a restaurant on diners, drive-ins, and dives, we're going to try to go. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna say, hey, you know, we're not doing that on a Saturday. Let's get up and go somewhere. And not you know? gonna feel bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, like everybody said, if we have to miss a Sunday because we go out of town to visit family, or if we just need to get away ourselves, you know, as a husband and a wife, if we need to reconnect that way. Yeah. You know, that's it, important. It's, it's much needed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna let nobody, you know, convict me or make me feel bad because I took a, you know, a personal day to, you know, reconnect with my wife or reconnect with my daughter just to, you know, create that, you know, that energy that we need in our family to sustain. Yeah, I feel like, man, um, a lot of it too, man, is that we gotta realize that uh, this was a line I was writing where we say every day we build, a, we build our legacy. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. The choice I make today to affect people I may never meet. So when people read my life, man, Deep. like 
I want them to like Bars <laughs> I want them to like say You know Not that this dude Followed a pattern You know <laughs> He did the same thing The next man did I wanted them to say Man this dude was a Christian But he like He was a trailblazer He did this He did that You know what I'm saying <laughs> Look at Christ man Right His ministry was What three and a half years Right mm-hmm. That's it But his three and a half years Crazy three I mean like <laughs> He was on the go City to city Yeah I He his life was being lived out, you know what I'm saying, for the world to see. Engaged in culture. And, but completely engaged in culture. <laughs> I mean, just just think about, not to get all super spiritual or deep, but I'm just talking about, when you read scripture about how all that went down <laughs> in his life when he was just going to heal Jairus' daughter. Right. And on the way there, you know what I'm saying, women with the issue of blood get healed. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it's, it's just like, Story after story after story where he lived life, where he he went and visited. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house today. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm inviting myself over to your house. I'm kicking with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you over there? You a tax collector? Hey, you a you a fisherman? Come click up with me. I'm gonna make you fish as a man. Out the box, bro. You know, I'm saying like, he was probably the best example of, yeah. of like enjoying life. You can't tell me that you got 12 men to follow you and it was ministry 24 seven. I'm sure they was enjoying life, enjoying their company because they loved this man to the point, even though he was saying that I'm gonna die when he did die, yeah. they were devastated. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, like the homie just died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced that that was part of ministry. You know it what I'm saying? Be. Like, I think our perception of what ministry is, like, is within the four is walls. Box start thinking in, and it's right. four walls. Like you said, I think we get, I think I put a Facebook post about this one day. We get confused sometimes of like, all right, what's the will of God and God's work? Like, that's going to church. You know, that's what we think. That's mm-hmm. going to church and being inside four walls. And in all actuality, putting God first is not being in the church building. You know, because right, no. <laughs> that's all it is. It's just a building with a name. Yeah, that's man. It. That's it, man. Uh, we we the people in there are that we're physically the church. Yeah, exactly. We, that don't make you committed to God because you because you church. attend the building every day. That's re, that's religious. That's super you attend religious. Your, I mean, because you just do that over and over again, Sunday, Wednesday, or whatever day you know, quote unquote, you got church. Right. You know, I would that's I would hate that to be my response. So what did you what did you do for me in earth? I went to church twenty four seven. I went to every Bible study and prayer. And Sunday morning, okay, what did you do? And? <laughs> what did you do sad, outside that's the that's, But that's a sad commentary, yeah. and I think especially in America, yeah, you know, you know, when people get before before the Lord, you know, in that day of judgment, that's all they're going to be able to say. I was a good church member. You know, I served you faithfully for thirty years, but he's still going to say, "Depart from me." You knew me not. You know what I'm saying? You, like, didn't, you, you didn't know. You, you didn't engage you didn't anybody. Nobody. <laughs> and in fact, I think. God will really have a problem because if like if you was as faithful as you may be, right? But your attitude sucks, right. and you never happy. You didn't show and love. Like, yeah, you didn't show love. It's like okay, we all go out to eat at the church now. No, nah. good. Like I don't want a fellowship. I I, I don't want to break bread. I don't want to engage in any type of fun activities. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I only want to be associated with you within these four walls. After that, we we sever all ties. And that's, I, I know people in, and pastors may give this example all the time, but it's so accurate and it's such a, a clear picture. That's like going to somebody's house every week and just going in and sitting down and never speaking to them. Right. Ugh. 
That's ooh. You walk into somebody's oh, house. Wow, you walk into somebody's house, sit on their couch, and you don't even greet them. The owner of the house. How disrespectful is that? Would you tolerate that in the natural? So look at that on the spiritual side. You know, you you know people, and I'm sure we've all seen people, and we may, may even be guilty of it at times, of just going to God's house religiously out of obligation. Like we said, you know, somebody somebody making you feel bad for not attending, so you just go like, hey, I just go in so they can see my face, so they, so they won't call me this week. Just hear a song, get fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. So uh, that's you know, and that's that. so. On the other side, like how to, how what would your biggest suggestion be to someone? Um, if you if you had a conversation one on one with somebody and they and they ask, you know, I I I want to live life. Like, what what would your response be? I'm a, from a my perspective, from a Christian perspective, I would say balance, bro, mm-hmm. and you know. I love Bishop Grace You know what I'm saying Shout out to Bishop Grace Yes sir uh, But we learned that Balance is not 50-50 All the time It's just having the right amount In the right area mm. So Yes sir I tell people all the time bro I lived my life In a church building I played drums For the praise team And I'm not gonna lie to you Sometimes I look back And say I wish I would've Dedicated more time To sports And to other You know activities Yeah going to church Was cool But never feel like Especially as a young person Mm -hmm. That you have to be Obligated to something Like an auxiliary Or something like that Yeah relationship with God Is important But like Go towards your goal man If you know you want to Play football in college Well go to camp You know what I'm saying Like (laughs) Balance your life Be at church Train Work out Go to camp You may not have time to be on the uh, junior deacon board maybe you know what I'm saying balance it out you know what I'm saying if you can do that cool but like do what your you go with your heart man you know go in the direction because you can make a difference from there man I tell athletes all the time you can make a difference in athletics you can make a difference in the band you know so it's about how you live in your life how you let your life shine so I would just say balance bro balance it out yeah man serve God wholeheartedly but like engage culture like we just said you know say get out make a difference you know what i'm saying i I just say balance bro balance it out what you got i can't add any more to that that was perfect that's exactly what i would say i mean balance yeah find the balance and stick to it and then like uh man five reasons to to enjoy what you do right you know what i'm saying what do you want to do man (laughs) I mean, like, of course, within, you know, I would say the confines of, right. of, of, of your conviction. Don't go out and be a professional stripper. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to church because I'm not going to do clothes like a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, man. That's real tough. your life, man. It's important, man. You're. That way you don't live life with regrets. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. regrets, man. Because I think we can uh, we can all, because we all grew up in church, I think we can all, just like Earl alluded to, I think you can all look back and um, say, I wish I would have went after this. I wish I yeah. would have dedicated a little bit more time to this instead of just being captured or feeling like I'm held hostage you know to this which I really wasn't it wasn't in my heart yeah it was just something that I was made to do yeah force you know kind of forced to do and I'ma just throw this out there right that's that's why I'm so free when it comes to money I feel you just because it's like number one I can't take it with me I'm not gonna be stupid I'm not gonna be right, you know right. what I'm you saying you to good ground um you know uh you know 
not wise with my decisions. Yeah. However, I don't ever, ever want to be that dude. And it's funny because even me and my brother, we kind of uh, we laugh about it sometimes. It's like um, we talking about when we go to LA. He was like saying, like, you think we need like a rental car? I was like, yeah, bro. I'm not fit to hop on no public transportation. In LA, it's too big for that. He was like, what's like extra thirty five dollars? I was like, that's it. Thirty five dollars, like. Come on, bro. Got that in my ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, that's worth it. Like, I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, blink twice when it comes to that. Like, if it's going to make the situation better, better yeah. it's I'd be like, hey, supersize it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, get extra with that. Yeah. Let's live life. Let's, let, let's enjoy it. You know what I mean? Let's not take time to quibble over the major and the minor. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, and, um, I think we major and the minor. I'm going to go on record and say this. While y'all in L.A., I want a pair of chucks. So... You want a pair of chucks? Yeah, brother? let's make that happen, man. Brother, you can get some chucks in it. No, I want a pair from LA. <laughs> it's different coming from Cali. You know, we just do stuff in Texas. You know, where that, you at? Where are you a dicky yeah. suit out there? Grab me a dicky. It's gonna be too hot. Yeah. yeah, I'm just putting that out there so it is recorded. <laughs> That's what's going on. You. So yeah, just uh, jot your feelings below. Um, I had a birthday you, in May. Do you agree with us? I do just you became disagree a teacher. With I ain't get us? No Earl is always talking about gifts. I don't know why. Dog, we didn't even have. I didn't have a birthday party this year, bro. And I'm Br- pretty brother. That's because you left uh, the country. Dog, it don't matter. I'm still kind of upset about that, brother. Mm-hmm. We didn't mm-hmm. celebrate my birthday. In we Burma. clearly we had a bir- we clearly had a birthday. Bro, party. that wasn't for my birthday. That was for us going to Burma. That was that we, wasn't a birthday. We party. clearly had a birthday. I, party. Did, I did get some gifts from I a few people, bag. and I, I think yeah, you did buy me a book bag. Rodney did. You know, soldier looked out for me in Burma, but I want some checks. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, all right. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody, one of the fans may bless you. Bless Hallelujah. You. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Black pair, please. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what time is it? It's the Out of Line King time. Let's crown them. So, uh, I ran across this video. It's kind of old. It ain't even that uh, new, I don't think. But I thought about Earl when I saw it. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of the clip for y'all once again. Y'all can hear just uh, the sheer out of line of why we crowded this dude out of line kid. Hold up. Out of line kid. And I will call upon your name. Keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul. We gotta do better. Wow. But most drummers wouldn't do that, in all honesty. But I mean, you would think that most drummers yeah. would do Honestly, do y'all think he was hearing the same song? It sounded like he was playing a totally different song, bro. I think he was in, like, Warfare. But it's like he was so out of tune with, like, 
the mood of the service and the, yeah. how the song was going. He didn't care. He but he was nice with it, though. <laughs> that's the yeah, thing about it. Stuff was kind of nice. He but, was nice with it. But, man, that's the, that's the difference, too, when we talk about being a drummer and being a musician. Like, True. You could be a drummer. you just somebody who beat on some, you know, some drum heads, you know, and you just... Chopping up You know what I'm saying But like a musician Man you play the music bro Like it ain't even now Man That's why I love my bro Stevie on so much He would probably Break this down better than me But we would It's easy to say Just be in the pocket You know but Pocket may not always Just be a straight You know 4-4 or whatever It's playing the music though You play the groove He was clearly Out of pocket You know All over the place That kind of stuff Gets you fired If that was my church He would have got to sit down that. And like you know The person playing the piano Was like so patient <laughs> Yeah she was man Cause was I, so I, probably, I probably Would've just like Stopped like look You ruined in the spirit Of the song you know? like, We gotta remember too though And Rodney Rodney talks about this Like church service Is not shed session time Like You know what I'm saying It ain't It ain't time for you To get a drum or something Yeah there's those <laughs> moments When like you know You know, you know All your licks Right man It's a time when like Yeah the music may break You get a break you still play the music, you know, play play lines, man. Don't be all over the place. Play stuff people are gonna remember. Like, yeah, you may throw some nice in there every now and then, but like the whole song shouldn't be you chopping. Yeah. You know. Not at all. Well therefore, sir, we now crown you for the week of August the fourteenth. Sir, we deem you Adeline King. The Adeline King. The Adeline King. Get it together, sir. So hopefully y'all enjoy episode four. You know what I'm saying? We, episode uh, four. I'm telling you, we got some great goodies that we got lined up. Oh yeah. Man. Uh, we've been taking y'all suggestions. Please hit us up with uh constant suggestions. Just uh kind of a sneak peek what's to come. We want to do a battle of the sexes. Hey man, what do y'all think so, about bringing a guest in? Let's bring a we, guest we, in. We definitely gotta bring some guests in, man. Uh so y- y'all tell us who y'all wanna hear from because actually I wanna bring uh I wanna bring the spouses inside here for the battle of the sexes. That'd be nice. You know, kind of get you know the female perspective, female point of view. Uh, we gonna do a relationship episode. Times is crazy. Uh, and of course, we can't forget about the sports coming up. We gonna do that. Oh podcast. yeah, we gonna have this debate, yeah. bro. Like, I ain't forgot about this Peyton Manning versus, start, man. versus yeah, uh, sure. Tom Brady debate. I'm just waiting on this stuff. Yeah, just wait on it. Twelve. Yeah. Just wait on versus it. Versus eighteen. <laughs> but yeah, man. So check y'all next week, man. Peace. All right, we love y'all. Peace. Love you, baby.